Hawkeye fans, get ready. It's time for the Hawkeye Nation radio show, powered by the Polk County iClub on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 AM and now 106.3 FM, KXNO. And welcome to the HawkeyeNation.com radio show here on 106.3 KXNO. Andrew Downs here for the ride, and uh, I am not alone. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, the grand poobah of HawkeyeNation.com, the president of the Polk County iClubs, Joe Schmelka. Joe, what's up, man? You know, I always love you, Andrew. The grand poobah, you and uh, you and Keith Murphy. I tell you what, I don't know what I'm gonna. I don't know what I'm gonna do with the two of you, but I love you. You know, you guys are great. You're awesome. Well, hey, you know what I love way to is, start uh, the show. You know what I love is is another winning football game, and and the best game of the season, Joe. Iowa goes to Purdue, and you know, really, again, I've used this phrase a few times uh, in the last couple of weeks, but exercise some demons, right? Uh, not just with Purdue, but with the way this team is playing and the kind of progression of the offense. Offense and uh, things feel a lot better than they did a couple of weeks ago as we uh, as we head into this Wisconsin game. Yeah, I mean, I was watching the game over in uh, Iowa City at the airliner. My uh, son had his uh, fraternity uh, party thing over there, and anyway, it was it was just it was dynamite, right? And we just we had a great time, watched the game. And you just, everybody around us, the place is just packed, right? Um, tons of dads in there with their sons, and uh, it was it was crazy. Everybody just looked at each other like, "Who are these guys? You know, where'd they come from?" But you start looking at it, you know, our wide receivers are getting healthy. Um, that's that's one big thing. Vines is starting to play really good. Um, Nico Ragini's got another gear, or Ragaini, or however you pronounce his name now. Um, I mean, he's just got another gear, and uh, he can run away from people now. Um, I think his foot was hurt there for a while, and, and he really wasn't able to uh, run full speed. So that's nice. Bruce is good. Obviously, the running game has come on. The offensive line is the biggest key. Um, the offensive line is starting to play better. Um, you know, we're not playing the Michigan and Ohio States of the world, but Purdue's a good defense, and, uh, um, you know, we, we, we did very well, obviously. Ran for a couple hundred yards, I think I said last week. We're a good offense when we run for 150 yards, but when we run for 20 yards, we're not a good offense. So, uh, Spencer looked good, very good. That might be one of his best games in a couple of years, right? Um, but But it all starts with the offensive line. I mean, the offensive line is they're, they're playing tough. And they look good, and they're opening holes, and they're pass protecting well. God, we even ran some nice screen passes, and uh, they're just they're just really coming together, and and it's fun to see. It's fun to see. It's amazing how much better this offense can look with just yeah that that one little thing, the offensive line, and and all of the things it opens up. And as you said, opening up some holes, uh, and uh, and and Iowa really took advantage of that. Obviously, uh, Caleb Johnson took took big advantage of that. Two hundred yards rushing on just twenty two carries, had the long seventy five yard touchdown uh, to open the second half. That was the the end of the scoring, and, and really put that game away. Uh, after that, Iowa's offense didn't didn't try to do a whole lot and the, the defense didn't make them try to do a whole lot so uh but but to see Caleb Johnson a true freshman uh come into this season and then slowly grow throughout the year and now kind of hit this peak against Purdue and uh and the future is bright for this young man and in, in this offensive if the offensive line can can open some holes like that uh this kid's gonna have a really really good Hawkeye career yeah, I, I think so. I mean, he, he's obviously got more speed. He's, he's faster than he looks, right? He's so smooth the way that he runs. 
And um, you give him some space, and he goes. He's got a subtle little uh, – doesn't have a ton, and shake, ton of shake and bake to him, but he's got really subtle, quick moves where he just uh, takes quick steps sideways. He's got that jump cut. And, um, you know, he's, he's a player. He's got some decent size. He's a true freshman, Andrew. I mean, can you imagine this kid in a couple of years? Um, it, you just got to hope with the NIL and – and and everything that we can keep him. I mean, that's that's just a, it's a scary thought that, gosh, you know, he's so good. Well, well, what if what if somebody comes after him and, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, uh, I don't know, Texas, who knows, comes in and says, hey, we'll give you a million bucks a year or something like that. And that's where I'm getting scared. Um, is is you know what 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 happens in the wild wild west now, right? Yeah. Are, are other teams, some of these bigger guys uh, that have more money and everything, are they going to start poaching, you know, players from us? Um, I, I hope not. I hope he loves his teammates and he loves the University of Iowa and we can do some things to, you know, financially uh, compensate him um, through some NIL stuff here. But but that that's a concern. But, man, he's 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 a player and uh, and uh, he's, he's, he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And as this offensive line matures, I mean, remember, they're super young, too. And you know, we, we, we could really have something nice. If we can find a quarterback that's really a good quarterback that has some running ability and, and you can throw in some of those run-pass option things and, and uh, you know, the, the kid can be a really dynamic player. Wow. We're going to go from a very bad offense the first five or six games of this year and you could see, you know, by next year or the year after, we could really be we could really be something. I I think. I yeah, think you're exactly right. Nia, the quarterback play is going to have to uh, to to take a step up. The the recruitment and development, and, and maybe going into the transfer portal and, and finding somebody uh, to play behind that offensive line uh, will, will be important. And, and you're right, the the transfer thing, the NIL thing, is is worrisome, especially with a true freshman like Caleb Johnson. Uh, but he's saying all the right things, as you said. It seems like he loves his teammates. He loves being in Iowa City, and uh, and you know Iowa has some uh, some donors and some things as well. So uh, who knows what what's being put. Together behind the scenes for him probably won't be able to match the you know the Texases and the uh, the Ohio states and things like that. But uh, and and it is it's it's a new frontier for all of us, and so it's going to be interesting to see kind of how uh, how that all plays out. We talked a little bit about the quarterback, but Spencer Petras had had a really good day. Um, you know, a pedestrian day maybe for a lot of big time quarterbacks, but for Spencer Petras in this offense, it's exactly what you want to see. Thirteen to twenty three, one hundred ninety two yards, couple of touchdowns, no turnovers again. Uh, another really clean game from this Iowa team all around. Maybe penalized a little too much, uh, but but outside of that, you like the way this team played. And then you know finding his his guys, Sam Laporta, Nico Reggiani, both had a touchdown, and then that that Nico touchdown was fantastic. He took that slant and took it all the way in. Uh, the drive that Sam Laporta scored on, he had that that it started with that long play to Sam Laporta, and then ended with him. Um, and then you know to see Deontay Vines get a couple of catches. Uh, hopefully uh, Brody Brecht will be back this week. It sounds like he is he's back and healthy. And so uh, even without you know a a real big threat. Uh, at wide receiver, Arlen Bruce didn't didn't make a catch um, on Saturday at Purdue. 
even without like a huge downfield threat or, or a big name coming into the season, uh, this offense in this passing game has kind of found itself. And uh, Joe, if if they can do what they've done these last couple of weeks, Iowa doesn't need to score 50 points a game. If they can put up 24, 30 points and let this defense do what it does, uh, these next three games are all winnable. The, the, the uh, level of competition has stepped down quite a bit from where it was the first half of the season as they've gotten into Big Ten West play. And now it's uh, I, I think Iowa is the type of team, and if they're playing this way, they they can win all three of these next few games uh, just kind of playing like this. Well, totally. I mean, somebody told me or he read it, you know, Kirk Ferentz's record when that when Iowa scores 18 points or more, we're like 60 and 6. I, I guess that's now incredible. he's 61 and 6. And, and that's an incredible stat. And I think this year, I don't think we have to score 18 points in a lot of it, uh, at least not in the remaining games. I'd be really surprised. I mean, uh, you're going to have to almost have uh, an offensive breakdown with, with fumbles in the red zone or a pick six or something. I, I don't see this defense um, giving up more than, you know, 13, 17 points in a game. And, um, you know, they're just, they're just so good. And now with support, you know, from the offense where the offense, you know, uh, a time of possession and things, instead of being so slanted, and, and throwing that defense out there time after time after time, you know, in, in tough situations. Now the offense is starting to, you know, to, to, to pick up a little bit of the weight, and you can really play the Kirk Ferentz, you know, style of football. You know, everybody wants to talk stats, and and, and he'll tell you, you know, he's explained it to me before. Uh, Ken O'Keefe has to. It's not average yards per play, and it's not total yards in a game, and, and all that stuff. Number one stat is winning the game. And their philosophy is to try and get ahead, um, which you saw on Saturday, uh, you know, make a nice run, all summer at 24-3. Everybody knew. When Purdue did, too. That game was over. Um, you know, barring barring a pick six or a fumble or, you know, some scoop and score kind of a thing by Purdue. And and that's just the way that Kirk plays the game, you know. You know, we we will we'll get up twenty four three or whatever, and we try and shorten the game, and run the ball and run the clock, and limit the number of possessions that the other team has. Rely on your strength, which is our defense and our and really our kicking game, and 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 you come out ahead and you get the win. And Hawkeye fans, you know, I would love to see a high powered offense. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. You know. To, to watch us score, you know, 49 points a game and and all that. But that's not us. That's not the talent level that we have in the state of Iowa. Um, that's not the way that Kirk is, plays to win the game. You know, he wants to win the game, you know, 17 to 3 or 24 to 10 or, you know, something along those lines. And and it works. You know, we've had a lot of Ws. I, I think that's the number one goal, right, is to uh, is to win the game rather than be rated in the top ten offensively. Yes, absolutely. And then they, they've begun to win games here. Uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes have. This is the Hawkeye Nation radio show on 106.3 KXNO. Uh, Andrew Downs and Joe Schmelka talking about Iowa's 24-3 win at Purdue uh, over the weekend. And, and the Iowa defense just looked great. And, man, that defensive line, you know, we with the, first of all, the secondary played great. Uh, Riley Moss, who has been picked on by Jeff Brom and Purdue a few times, uh, really played well. I thought Cooper DeGene played really well as well at corner. 
corner. And uh, while Charlie Jones certainly got his in, in 11 receptions and 100 yards, uh, he really wasn't an impact player, Did, didn't make an impact on the game. And, and Iowa was able to hold them down. And it seemed like that's all Purdue was trying to do. And so uh, credit to the Iowa secondary. But that defensive line over these last couple of games has really come into their own. Uh, Deontay Craig, Lucas Van Ness, Joe Evans each had a sack. Aaron Graves had a couple of tackles for loss. Uh, that defensive line was eating. And, uh, and if they're playing like that, they're going to give everybody trouble uh, the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I mean, totally. We're, there, there's, there's just really not a weakness out there right now. I mean, barring an injury or something, I was so glad to see Logan uh, Lee come back, number 85. He looked like he hyperextended his uh, knee, but uh, he was playing in the second half. Aaron Graves, true freshman. Um, you know, he's in there making a play in the backfield. Um, you know, this team's got 10 kids on the, on the defensive line that are really, really good. And number 34, uh, gosh, let me know the same. Is it Griggs? He's a uh, linebacker. Yeah, yep. Wow. He made a lot of plays on special teams. He made a lot of tackles. Um, he's, he's going to be a next, our next really good linebacker. We got Justin Jacobs coming back from an injury next year. Yeah, we lose Campbell. And we lose Benson. Big losses, okay? Campbell's an absolute beast. But I think the defense, you know, is young. We're the second, I keep saying this every week, I know, sorry. We're the second youngest team in the Big Ten. Second youngest team in the Big Ten. So there's a ton of talent on this team, and there's more coming in. Um, I just think, you know, and, and let's go back to everybody's been so critical of Brian and his play calling. I, I sure didn't hear any, any any criticism, you know, last week. I mean, he ran all kinds of different routes and, and different things. And it seems like the last two or three weeks we've had a lot more pre-snap motion. Um, the defenses are just – they're really confused. Um, you know, we got guys open. And uh, the running game is working. It, it just seems like, you know, obviously when you have – when your offensive line is opening holes – and you can run the ball effectively, it makes it a lot easier to pass the ball effectively. And, and, I, and I really, really believe that's 90% of what's going on. Brian now has, you know, the full playbook, if you will. It's open, and it's there, and it's available. I mean, we got tight ends that can catch the ball. we got our wide receivers are back, you know, with some experience. Um, we got a good running game. So now, as an offensive coordinator, he can walk up there and pretty much call anything he wants. Right. I mean, I mean, everything is open and, and, and that wasn't the case the first, uh, you know, five or six weeks of the year. One competition's great. Hey, we've lost two games, the top five teams, right? Yeah. We weren't going to beat, we weren't going to beat Michigan. We weren't going to beat Ohio state. This is a really tough schedule this year. Okay. Reality is, and from, from the crossover and otherwise, you know, we're sitting there a three point loss to Iowa state fluky, a three point loss to, uh, to Illinois, and Illinois is a pretty good team. They're not great, but they're pretty pretty darn good team. So I don't know, man. I mean, I, you know, it could all change, Andrew. Yes, <laughs> we could throw, we could have three turnovers and five penalties, and 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 lose to Wisconsin this weekend, twenty to three, and you know everybody will be like, oh my gosh, here we go again. But I don't think so. I I, I think this team is uh, is improved. And honestly, I really, really am optimistic about where this offensive line, the running back, uh, some of the wide receivers are young. 
I really, I really think the brightest days are ahead for the offense. I, I, I agree, and, and hopefully one of those bright days is this Saturday when Iowa returns to Kinnick Stadium. And you know, Joe, uh, among other things, and we can talk about the X's and O's of the game and all of that. But I, I do think uh, one of the cool things about this is uh, you know coming off a couple of wins, especially a win like that uh, at Purdue. It's going to feel different inside Kinnick Stadium on, on Saturday afternoon. I think uh, there, there's no chance that Spencer Petras or the offense get booed, at least not right away. Uh, I think people are, are going to be excited to welcome this team back. I think people are excited for this game and this opportunity. Uh, this is a big game for both programs at this point. Uh, Wisconsin, you know, and Jim Leonard needing to kind of prove that that he's the guy moving forward after they they got rid of Paul Christ after their loss to Illinois. And uh, and and now things are still on the table. If Illinois drops a couple of games, the the Big Ten West is still out there for the taking. Uh, this is a big game Saturday afternoon. All of a sudden, where a, a few weeks ago it maybe felt like two teams that weren't going to be playing for anything. Now it feels like both teams have a lot to prove uh, on Saturday afternoon, but I, I think the vibe inside Kinnick Stadium is going to be a lot different than it was uh, the first handful of home games this season. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the weather's a little concerning. Uh, as a fan, it's going to be like 30 degrees, I think. We're going to go from 70 on <laughs> Thursday, and by Saturday, the like, temperature at game time is like 30 degrees or some crazy thing. So it's going so to be cold in there, but we'll be bundled up. Um, we'll be screaming. It's going to come down to the same thing, Andrew. Um, turnovers and the run game. Whichever team uh, can win the turnover battle is going to have a big advantage, and whichever team can run the ball most effectively is is really going to have a big advantage, I think. I think our defense, um, you know, we have that ability to make them one-dimensional, and, and that's going to be the key is if we stop their running game, um, Mertz is he's just not that good a quarterback. And uh, our defensive line is, is really strong. Linebackers are really strong. Defensive backs are really good. So I don't see them scoring a ton. I got to be honest with you. I don't see us scoring a ton, but I didn't see us scoring a ton last week against Purdue. Um, but just the way these two teams match up, you know, they both got full backs. Um, it's kind of an old school you know, offensive philosophy and uh, protect the ball. Don't have a bunch of stupid penalties. Um, you know, our kicking game is really strong. And I, I, I think, you know, I, I, just, I, I think it's things like that. We got more advantages than they do. So we should we should win, although I saw they were like, what, a point and a half favorite? Yeah, that, and that surprised me a little bit because, yeah, it, it is in, in Kinnick Stadium. You know, the Wisconsin hasn't been uh, overly impressive uh, at, at all this season and certainly not. You know, they, they had, what, a double overtime loss uh, to, to Michigan State on the road. I think they're one and two on the road, Wisconsin is, this season. And so it's not like this is a, a juggernaut Wisconsin team that, that's coming in, but they are also riding a two-game win streak. They beat Purdue 35-24. to they beat Maryland twenty-three to ten, uh, but yeah, on the road this year they've uh, they've they got smoked by Ohio State, which everybody does. Uh, they they lost or they they beat Northwestern on the road and then lost to Michigan State. And so uh, this will be you know I, I talked to a, a guy who covers Wisconsin uh, earlier this week, and, and he was saying you know they they haven't proven they can go into a, an environment like Kinnick Stadium and, and get a win, and so this is a big test for them as well. And I think you're exactly right. The, whoever plays the cleanest game, uh, whoever controls the lines of scrimmage, especially 
special teams are going to be a big, big factor. Turnovers are going to be a big, big factor. It feels like the defense is uh, our defense rather is uh, is is poised to have one of those games, right? A couple of turnovers, maybe a a, a touchdown, a pick six, or a scoop and score, uh, something like that to really kind of break things open. But yeah, I feel pretty confident going into this game. I was surprised Wisconsin's a favorite. Uh, I don't think they should be a favorite. Uh, I, I like Iowa to win on Saturday. Yeah, I, I, I definitely do, too. I mean, it's at home. It's a game we should win. Um, like I said, we we, we, we got to play clean. We seem to be doing that right now. Um, offensive line's doing a great job. Running back is has got that breakaway threat, which, you know, we don't get 75-yard touchdown runs from our running backs very often, right? Um, that was really nice to see. Laporta is obviously playing very, very well. Um, I don't know. I just... I, I, I just think we've turned the corner somewhat offensively. They're going to throw that weird defense at us, you know, that 3-4, whatever the heck you want to call it, and for whatever reason, we don't play real well against that. So I don't see it being a 24-3 to game. I see it being a really close game, and, and we're going to have to rely a lot on our defense. I, I don't think our offense is going to have a, have a big game. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm looking, you know, I, I pick a lot of 20 you know, 17, 17, 10, 2013 kind of stuff. That's that's the way I see the game going, someplace in that range. Yeah, I, th- I think you're about right. I think uh, a game like we've seen the last couple of weeks, and uh, and I think next week you and I are going to be talking about a three-game winning streak and then headed to uh, to Minnesota to uh, to avenge, uh, or I guess not avenge, but gra- keep another trophy for another year, right? It'd be nice to uh, – we've, we've lost the Cyhawk trophy. That's okay. It'd be nice to keep a couple of, the, a couple of these other ones, and, and heck, if, uh, if Purdue – can can jump up and get Illinois. There's a chance that that Big Ten West trophy stays in uh, in Iowa City as well. Uh, Joe Schmelka, I know uh, you're going to be at the game. Uh, if people want to go watch the game somewhere here in the Des Moines area, where do you suggest that they go? I always tell everybody go to the best Iowa bar in town, and that's the front row. It's over there at about 100th and uh, Swanson Boulevard, just south of uh, of the Willis Auto Campus. It's a great place to watch a game. It's 100% Hawkeye in there. You'll be able to listen to the announcers. Uh, they'll play the fight song after every touchdown. They got drink specials, Bloody Mary bar. Um, it's it's just a great place to watch an Iowa football game. He is Joe Schmelka. I'm Andrew Downs. This is the HawkeyeNation.com radio show. We're going to let Joe go. I'll cover. Uh, I'll continue to talk a little Iowa, Wisconsin here in the next segment uh, as we as we do this. But Joe, thank you for the time as always, man. I'll talk to you next Thursday. All right, buddy. Take care. Be safe. All right, go, go Hawks, Hawks, Joe. Thank you. And this is the HawkeyeNation.com radio show. 106.3 KXNO. We'll be right back.